We're currently living in a world of some extremely trying times. Kindness is probably one of the most important things that will get us through this pandemic. But how do we do that in a world that hoards toilet paper and hand sanitizer? In this episode, my friend Dylan McClure and I talk about the concept of kindness and being hashtag relatable. So welcome to the second episode of Hashtag Relatable. I am your host, JC, and I am here today uh, with my homie, Dylan McClure, and today we are talking about kindness. Hey, glad to be here. How are you today? Good. It is cold. It is, uh, what, it's 52 degrees out, so winter is uh, back in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, but we're super undecided on that because we're both wearing shorts. That's true. We are both wearing shorts right now. And last week it was like 80-something degrees. So Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Tennessee for you, though. So That, that is. That is East Tennessee for you. Um, so we are uh, – this show is called Hashtag Relatable. So um, we're going to ask you some rapid-fire questions so people can kind of get to know who you are. And uh, you just like – first thought, just answer. First thought, honest thought, whatever it is, okay? All right, so, hit me. Uh, what is your favorite book? Favorite book, The Alchemist. Ooh, that – Paul Coelho, that's good. Uh, favorite color? Blue. Favorite rapper? Young Thug, you know me. <laughs> Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper? Mountain Dew over everything. Favorite food? Favorite food, chicken. Pet peeve? Pet peeve. I don't really have a ton of them, but I would say probably talking over people. Like, I don't like whenever like somebody's trying to talk and then somebody else like steps in. That's a big pet peeve. So. Fair. I would say that. Okay. Uh, most played song? Uh, hey Ya uh, by Young Thug. It's probably my, <laughs> yeah. my most played song. Uh, what's your favorite song? Mm. Daddy's Birthday by Young Thug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much Young yeah. Thug everything um, for, for music Best class. gift you've ever received? Mm. Actually, my girlfriend Destiny surprised me with a pretty cool trip. Um to Atlanta one time and mm-hmm. had a little surprise party so that was probably my my best gift nice okay uh, random fact that you know I would say it's actually something I found out recently um, it's from Tennessee is that Quentin Tarantino was actually born in Knoxville oh so I don't know if you knew that or not that. No. but mm. I'm kind of new to that info yeah. so I thought that I was thought really cool, you were going to say that the fact that a tomato was a vegetable oh when that we had that good. conversation but, yeah I can't, I can't use your own stuff yeah to, <laughs> To put uh, against you. Uh, favorite movie? Favorite movie? It's probably Never Back Down. Um, I'm a little weird on Amber Heard now. Because oh. a lot of stuff's coming, kind of going around with, yeah, yeah. with her and Johnny Depp. So oh, okay. a little weird about yeah. her, but uh, Never no, Back that's, Down. That's a, a good the movie. boxing movie, right? Yeah. With that dude. Okay. Yeah. That, super random, that, but it's yeah. a good movie. Dang, that movie's old. Yeah. That date's I mean, not, not super old, but... It's at least it's, 10 years old. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Dang, we're old. Okay. Uh, what is your spirit animal? Ooh... I like to act like I'm like like a grizzly bear type of dude, but I'm not. Um, I would say probably like a, a uh, dang. Honestly, probably like a dog, which is weird because dogs are my favorite animals. But yeah. I would say that my personality is the most like a dog. Like what? Like like a like a chihuahua? No, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Um, like a German Shepherd. German you know? Shepherd. We got loves yeah. for German Shepherds. That's true. So. Um, okay, definitely. Those. That's good. Um, and then, what would your superpower be? Superpower. I would love to be able to fly. Fly. Because I like to try. Like I want to travel a lot. So yeah. if I could fly, that would make that so. If you easy. could fly anywhere right now, where would it be? Ooh, 
I've been really feeling Iceland about oh, yeah. going there. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be a really cold like trip to fly through. Yeah. Yeah. But it might be super cold. I don't know about the climate, so I'd probably have to do a little research before yeah. I just up and yeah. fly somewhere. Yeah, but that's a good there's, one. There's there's enough places where I can pick somewhere warm right, for right. sure if that was need be. Nice. Okay. So our episode today is uh, about uh, kindness, um, and uh, the reason I brought that up, um, or that I have you on here, is because I feel like that's a huge part of our friendship. Um, so you, uh, I, I guess we can kind of talk about how we uh, how we met. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we we worked together, and that's how we met. Yeah. Um, how, how long have we? It's been like a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, at least a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. since uh, November, of right, twenty eighteen. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like we we weren't really friends starting off, but I do. The only when I look back on it, the thing that I remember the most is like I remember one time I heard you had a German Shepherd, and mm-hmm. I had and I like brought you these dog treats. Yes. Because I had talked to you about how like my dog. Anytime I give yes. uh, Gunner um, treats, he always gets like crazy massive diarrhea. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I was like, dude, hey, I bought this for my dog. Um, I got some for your dog. And then we just kind of like started talking about our dogs. Right. Um, yeah. And that's definitely a big soft spot for me is dogs. So anytime that I'm trying to have like a conversation starter, find like sure. new people to talk to, that's always like one of my ends for sure. Right. So yeah, I remember one of my first days, um, you, you obviously were there longer than me, so I uh, had you as a trainer oh, situation, yeah, yeah. so it, that was kind of like our <laughs> intro. Yeah, yeah. That's how I first started yeah, talking to you, I was, and then that yeah. situation. I remember that because I was very yeah. uh, adamant that there was a group of you guys who were not doing things properly. Yeah, and so I had <laughs> to tell me. you guys. No, do not put I me had to tell that. you guys okay. like over. I think that was like three times to do it again. Maybe. But uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I think <clears throat> that was kind of the intro. But I think it, it probably took it to the next level. It, it was really like. I think it was the first day that you did not have your car anymore. It, there was something the I don't remember exactly yeah. how. Yeah, the it truck. Was, so it was the day after I left the gym. Yeah. Um, which, th- yeah. So this was this is probably what trajected our friendship into what it is now. And I remember coming in there and like kind of I wasn't really losing my shit, but uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with you know some of our managers and some of our coworkers. Um, and I don't even remember how I ended up getting a ride home from you. Um, but I just remember we were talking about it, and you're like, hey, if you need a ride home, um, you know, I'm more than happy to take you home or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I had told you how I, like, wasn't working at this, you know, previous employer anymore. Things had turned sour, and that I, like, threw my uh, truck keys at them and no longer had a truck. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so then I think I remember, like, and I, I worked, like, a full shift that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, we're, you were going to drop me off home and then you were like, dude, are you sure you don't want to just hang out? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, I think we actually got off pretty early that day because we had plenty of time to the rest of the day. So, right. and especially since I found out where you lived and it's actually like directly on my route to work. Right. Yeah. So it was like one street over. So it was like pretty much no deal at all for, right. yeah. for me to do that. So I was like, yeah, let's just hang out. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. It and then, yeah, started. from there, our friendship like kind of really took off. Um, And then literally it was to the point to where our managers were able to just uh, work out the schedule to to where from all the way from September up until, I mean, maybe... (laughs) Like pretty recently. Pretty, yeah, before, like, what was it? Like two months ago? Has it been two months? Yeah, until two months ago, like, 
uh, our schedules were probably like 95% the same. Mm. And so, um, and so you picked me up from work and then dro- dropped me back off home, uh, 95% of that time from all the way from September up until, uh, I guess February, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was, yeah. it was for a while. It was really great, honestly, that we were able to do that. Yeah. And that they uh, were able yeah. to kind of work around. That, that was really, really awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cause I think I remember telling one of them that I had spent like $200 on, um, on Ubers to get back to work that month. And they yeah. were like, Ooh, yeah, let's not do that. We're going to try to figure out a way to, to make that better for you. And then, uh, I had talked to you about it and you were just super cool about it. And so, yeah, what's that? Let, that's a great segue into talking about kindness. Um, you know, like, because, you know, when this all happened, we weren't really great friends, right? And so, like, what what really motivated... Well, first of all, let's define what kindness is. What what do you believe kindness to be? I think... Uh, I view kindness kind of like as a, like a, a selfless act. Sure. Uh, more of just, like, you know, it, it's something that you want to do for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be anything major at all. It could be something really slight. But I think it's just kind of having the awareness of how other people feel and kind of wanting to help more than you hurt. Uh, and I've always kind of been the type of person I want to give more than I take, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of part of that. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Uh, Oxford wrote, the uh, kindness as being the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Um, other synonyms are helpfulness selflessness, compassion, altruism, things like that. Um, so yeah, let's tie that back in. So whenever this all happened, like I said, we weren't really great friends, um, but you kind of went above and beyond to just kind of take over that and really help me out. What what motivated you to do that? Like what, like in, in the grand scheme of things, like I look back on it now and I'm like, man, he did not have to do any of that. He could have been like, dude, I don't know you. Like, it's cool, I don't mind a few times, but to do it like 95% of the times, you know, that whole entire season was crazy, you know? And so like, what what motivated you to, to be so kind in that in that time? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really view it as much of, you know, a, a huge act of kindness, sure. you know, that, um, I, I think that's just being a good friend, you know? Yeah. Uh, f- for us, we kind of built a, a pretty good friendship pretty quickly. Sure. Um, so it doesn't really seem like that but I mean yeah I I would do that for a lot of people if they needed to I just think that I would if I was in that situation I would want someone to do that for me sure so with that mindset I think you know if more people carried that mindset I think more people would be you know willing to jump so for so you would do that for like people who you felt like were complete strangers I have well I mean other than me yeah (laughs) no yeah not not you but um yeah there's been (laughs) quite a few times I've probably been a little reckless about it actually you know just um being like, yeah, I can, I can do that for you, and it, I always kind of assume the best right. out of people, and uh, it, it hasn't really been me too hard yet. Yeah, so that's I'm great. Keep holding on to that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I try to live with a positive outlook. Sure, um, and that that can take you a long ways, really. Yeah, because I, because I, I think about it, and I'm like, if I see somebody on the side of the road, like seventy five percent of the time, I'm like, eh, I don't want to get killed right now, or. <laughs> I don't know, like if they're you know, like if they're faking something and they're gonna mug me, whatever it is. Right. Um, I'm more on the line of uh, thinking worst case scenario and thinking that people are out to get me, like right. um, versus a mindset of like really trying to help other people out and um, you know, like oh, stop for this person and do this really kind thing. Um, but the fact that you said that you would do that for other people, like h- how do you develop that? How do you get that mindset? You know, because I feel like at some point I had that, but then like 
we go out into the real world that we live in and we experience life and then things happen and we just kind of like it's more like every man for himself right so how do you how do you keep or how did you develop and then keep that mindset of like helping other people out and just being a kind person i think you're referring to like the fact of like sometimes you put yourself out there and you got a little burned sure and like you kind of like like okay here's here's what i'm gonna do and then it just didn't work out that way uh and stuff like that happens you know but uh that's kind of to be expected so you can't always just assume that that every situation is going to be the same or that every person is going to be the same so i think it all kind of depends you know like you said you know i I don't always i'm not going to sit here and act like that you know i I do everything right all the time and that you know i'm going to stop on the side of the road and pick up every person it's it's not really like that it's just um you know sometimes you, you just have a feeling about something and uh, you can't really be afraid to to let that happen, sure. you know. Yeah. Uh, because I think you know everything happens for a reason. Right. I've always been a firm believer that I've told you that so many times. Yeah. Uh, throughout, you know, your journey and what you've went through. Um, yeah. Keeping a positive mentality really, really does help. So I think having that positive mentality and assuming the best out of people um, really can help you to do that and uh, kind of helps to to build those characteristics. Sure. So was that this this perspective of like kindness and like. Uh, helping people out and gratitude and just compassion for others was that something that you grew up with or that you were raised with or was that something that you kind of developed on your own over the years um i, th- I think it's a mixture honestly i think uh, i was blessed my mom is is a lot like that um and she would do anything for anybody that that she really cares about sure um, but it's a little different my mom's really hesitant and standoffish towards you know people she doesn't know and that's not a bad thing at all you know it's yeah um it honestly protects you a lot of times but um it it was a little different i had a lot of experiences that i would say probably shaped me to the person i am and i'm not you know a direct derivative of the way my parents are but i definitely think they had a good influence on it so um i would say that but it's one of those things that i think um Pretty much everything in life, I don't think people, you know, certain people are meant to do certain things, but I don't yeah. think people that aren't meant to do that can't. So I think it just takes a little bit of extra effort to get there, you know. So um, for me, I was I was lucky and born with a, a pretty, you know, fun, easygoing personality, and it's easy for me to, you know, relate that to other people. But for people that don't have that, I don't think it's impossible. You know, I sure. think it's just something you kind of have to desire and want. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like... Um... Growing up, like, did you feel like people always knew that you were a kind person? Was that like a part of, of who you were that you kind of just showed people, or, or were you like, you know, because like I, I bring that up because I remember growing up and, um, everybody always was telling me to be that I was this nice guy, right? Like, JC's this nice guy, or back then I was called Josh, which is so weird to think about. Um, <laughs> I still call but, you uh, Josh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, they would. Uh, me and my brother Joe, we we grew up as twins, and um. Yeah, I don't know why I said we grew up as twins because we're twins. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> when we grew really up, um, yeah, they were always just like, oh yeah, they're the, the nice twins or he's a nice twin or whatever growing up. And for me, that I felt like I, that was a part of my identity that um, that was associated with weakness, right? Because I think in, a, in the culture we live in, we live in a world where uh, being tough and being, um, and being an asshole sometimes or just being... Uh, abrupt or abrasive or rat brash, whatever it is, is more masculine and more um, uh, more viewed as a popular thing to be than it is to be a nice person. Yeah, and, I definitely think it's easier to be 
not a nice person. You know, it's really easy to just, you know, just worry about yourself and, you know, what you have going on. And um, I think it's a lot harder whenever you start factoring in other people's emotions. And, um, you know, it, it takes a lot more effort. You sure. Know, it's, it's pretty easy to, to be selfish about stuff. Yeah. And, it, you know, that, that's just kind of how it is. So, so would you say that being kind or, or practicing kindness takes more effort or more strength than it is just to be an asshole? Yeah, until you or get no, to not like just an asshole, thought but you know process. What I, mean. yeah. I think it all kind of depends on your thought process and the way that you kind of go about things. But it, a lot of times, yeah, I think it is easier to sure. you know kind of just tighten up and just kind of focus on what you need to focus on. Yeah. So so, yeah, like I was saying, I was like when I grew up, I felt like being nice or being kind uh, was like a weakness. Um, well, let's first, I guess, let's dissect: is there a difference between being kind and being nice? Like do you, like in, in your personal opinion, um, I, I view kindness as more real than sure. nice. I think nice is easy to fake. Sure, you know you can just be. Uh, it, it's easy to just eat, kind of in front of someone's face be a certain type sure. of way. Yeah, um, there's another thing to mean what you're kind of saying. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of where I differentiate. Sure. I don't really think that nice people are fake that's sure. not what i mean but I, that's kind of how i separate the two but yeah. um as far as it being a weakness i think it yeah i think kind of is being I think nice or being kind i mean both sure so i think it's it's easy to get um manipulated kind yeah. of that way sure if you're nice you're always going to have those people know that you know they can do whatever they want and you're kind of not going to give a reaction sure um, you know that type of thing so it, it is a weakness at times but yeah. I think it's one of my greatest strengths at the same time. Sure. You know, because I know that um, that's something that I can, you know, positively influence people with. Right. So that's something I definitely consider a strength. But it, it can be a weakness for sure. Yeah. People can exploit that. So you mentioned that kindness is sometimes your weakness, but also your greatest strength. Why do you think that is? Um, it, It's kind of like, it's like a fine line to walk. Um, because, you know, sometimes you, you can put yourself out there and it, it just doesn't work out. And sometimes, you know, you can get hurt that way. Um, so it, it definitely, it, I think it's the biggest weakness because it's something that's easily exploited. Right. And a lot of people don't really have exposed weaknesses like that. Sure. But, um, it's kind of like wearing your heart on your sleeve. Sometimes it just doesn't yeah. work out, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and it, it's, a, I think it's a strength because I love it about myself. You know, I wouldn't change the fact that, um, that I would do anything for my friends, my family, and um, the people I care about. And that's just kind of how I am, and I wouldn't want to change that at all. So I, I really view that as a, a positive about myself. Yeah. Uh, even though sometimes it is hard, it's, it's definitely not something I am afraid of. Sure. So. so do you think that in the culture that we live in today that people view kindness, you think people would view you as a weak person, or do you think people would view you as a strong person? I think people that know me would view me as a strong person. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I've got... I like to think of I've been like a big brother to sure. some of my friends and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I definitely think that I would be viewed as a strong person, but that doesn't mean that that I'm the strongest. Sure. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that. I think some people would view um, kindness as a weakness in yeah. today's society. Yeah, but I think a lot of people are kind of coming around to that now, and a lot of people kind right. of realize that you know if we don't change. Some of the behaviors that that we have sometimes that it's just never going to get any different, any right. better, you know. So right, yeah. I think a lot of people are more aware. Sure, yeah, because I think people look at kindness like as a weakness. Um, but in in my opinion, the 
the friendships that I've had or that I've developed or have uh, always been with people who were kind. Um, especially like the closest dudes in my life have always been with people who showed me kindness in a way that I didn't expect, right? And so, um, yeah, I, I think as like you mentioned, we're we're in this shift in society now where we're switching and moving things over from uh, from kindness being this or kindness slash niceness being just like this feminine thing to where no, it's not feminine, it's human. It's yeah. it's like it like people like being a dick isn't cool anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it definitely isn't. You know, maybe back then, like ten years ago when we were growing up, being an asshole was like a cool thing, but like I, I mean, mean, it's just, it's nothing is the same as it used to be. Right. You know? Yeah. And, I, you know, I truly believe that. I don't think, yeah, definitely don't think you should separate kindness between gender. Right. I don't think that separating really anything by gender is really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's not just an anymore type of thing. I think that's something that everybody should have always right. thought. But I'm glad we're finally getting around to that and everything is more open. Um, yeah, I'm all about love and loving, you know, every person. I don't, you know, judge people until I get to know them. Um, and yeah. that's just how I think a lot of people should feel. Sure. You know? Um, and I think we should definitely kind of get away from um, making things more of like a, a feminine or a masculine thing. And like right. uh, people just need to understand that everybody's got qualities and, and everybody uh, is unique. Right. And, you know, you just you, you can be the best person you can be without having to feel like that's a weakness. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so what was the best act of kindness you've ever experienced? Uh, to me? Yeah. Hmm. Or guess the most impactful. Uh, I would say probably. It, I don't know if this really counts, but this is definitely something that has stood out to me for like a long period of time. And I haven't really told many people this story, but I was actually um, the chimneys up in Gallenberg um, is like a cool like nature hiking trail type area, and they've got like a picnic area and stuff like that. And I used to go down there with my friends sometimes, uh, and it's like a little creek, and they've got a bunch of rocks, and we would just kind of climb on all the rocks and trying to make it as far down the river as we could. And I actually slipped off one time, and I fell into the water. And I've always been, like, a really good swimmer. Um, but it was just one of those things to where, like, whenever you fall off, you're just kind of panic mode. And there was a guy that actually, like, he was standing on a rock, and it was an older gentleman. And he literally, like, as I was flowing down the creek, grabbed my arm and ripped me up out of the water um, and set me down on, the, on the, the rock with him. And I thought that was just the craziest, most awesome thing is, like, this guy just – you know, he, who knows, like, if he would have been able to grab me and if it would have maybe pulled him in, you know, that type of thing. I just thought that was awesome for yeah. him to do that. And uh, that may not be, like, the best example of that. Sure. But that's definitely something that that's, that's going mean, out yeah. of your way to help somebody when they really, you know, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. So, I and mean, were you, like, do you think you could have drowned? Were you, like, in danger? Um, no, I don't think I would have drowned. I think it would have been more likely for me to, like, hit my head on a rock. Oh, and then, like, that's fair. You know, something like that. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a pretty, like, weird area. But right. I just, yeah, that's always kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Because... Um, you know, he didn't really say anything to me afterwards. It was just kind of like a wow, thank you type yeah, of moment. Didn't make a big a big deal out of it. Just he just no, stayed in. Not at all. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like those are some of the most impactful actions that uh, or events that can happen in your life is uh, when complete strangers do something for no good reason other than just to be kind. Yeah, right? you know, and um, random acts of kindness, right? And you're just like, what? Like, what? Why? You know? And so like. I think for me, like, and like, and I mentioned this before in the beginning, is like looking back, I, in my mind, it just doesn't make sense that somebody would just up and choose to, you know, like I get it, we're coworkers, right? But like, you just continually made the decision to, um, to like just show up, and and I think, 
the the innate part of that is but behind that kindness is compassion right you know because as we started um you know like hanging out more and riding those car rides together and all that other stuff you know we began to more uh to open up more about like our lives and things like that and um and you and like Dion, like in these last few months, have become like some of my closest buddies, right? And so, yeah. like my homies for sure. And um, and, and all that was to just start off of like, you know, like you making the sole decision to just be like, hey, I'm just gonna show up for this guy and give him rides because he needs it, you know. And um, and I would like try to pay you, and you'd be like, no, you're like, <laughs> Definitely and then not. I, and you're like, that's not a big deal. And I was like, I don't want to be a burden, and you know, but like you always communicated, um that it wasn't that big of a deal, you yeah. know? And I think for me, there's a part of me that feels indebted, right? And I think I think that's just as, us as dudes, right? And like, we kind of hate getting help from other people. Yeah. And we, um, and maybe that's too just much a pride, a pride thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, because it's just like, damn, I don't want to look weak. But I mean, bro, I had like no fucking option, right? Like I had no car. Um, uh, like I was poor as shit, like because I wasn't working that many hours. And then I lost this other job. Um, and, I, you know, Ubers were too expensive, right? So at this point, like, I was running out of a lot of options, and you're, you know, you come out of nowhere, and you're just like, yeah, dude, like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm more than happy to do it. And even, like, when you, things came up, you acted like you were inconveniencing me, you know, which was so crazy, because it's just like, you know, like, if you had to call out of work or whatever, you would text me and be like, hey, man, I'm sorry about this or sorry about that. And I'm like, dude, like, why are you apologizing to me? You're the one doing me the favor, you know? Yeah. And I think, because I look back on my life too, and some of the most impactful friendships or um, pivotal uh, moments in my life were when people showed me kindness. Um, and, and, and I take that with me because I think those things shape who you are, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that makes me wonder if, like, the reason why there's so many assholes in this world is because, like, and I'm not like trying to call these people out right but like it makes me wonder if they've actually ever truly like experienced true kindness yeah right you know that, I mean that's a good point you know because yeah. it's just like if you've ex if you have experienced that kind of kindness that kind of love a selfless act like it, it truly does impact you in a way that you uh, that shapes who you are and how you develop and how you uh, communicate with others you know and so like yeah was there ever a, a thing that happened or like with you or a friend, and, and like, or it, just in life in general, that um, that impacted you in that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't really pinpoint a certain you know thing in my life that's just like triggered something, sure. yeah. and maybe it's just something that I, I can't really remember right now. But sure. I don't really think there was anything that just kind of was like that. As far as like, um, you know. You expressed that you thought it was really kind for me giving you a ride. At one point, I kind of just thought about it, and it seemed to me like, you know, it was way beyond the rides and stuff. I think you really needed a good friend yeah. at that point in time. Um, somebody that was, you know, going to tell you the truth about sure. things and um, just kind of be there to talk to. And right. It, you know, if you pick up on those types of things, then it's really easy for you to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's do that. And yeah. um, that's kind of how our friendship blossomed pretty quickly I feel sure. like um, but I've kind of always wanted to be that way I was a lot different uh, whenever I was in school I went to uh, a smaller school Seymour High School and um, I was just a lot different I was really quiet I only had a couple friends and uh, you definitely would not know that if yeah. uh, if you know me now because I, I literally have never met a stranger now right. um, but there was something that kind of changed in my personality I think that sure. um, I don't know I think I just kind of 
realized um, that I, I had a lot of potential for uh, impact with people. Sure, know? And, yeah. Um, that's something I was really strong on wanting to improve was my, my social skills and uh, being able to, to be a good friend. And everything's just happened in such a, a good way for me. And it's such a seamless transition to where I, I, I know that I was different, but I don't see, like, the individual things that impacted that. It was just, like, a constant curve, you know. Sure. I, I think every day uh, people should always try to improve. Right. Um, it yeah. doesn't really matter what that is, but sure. I think you should always strive to be better because if you're not getting better, then you're either staying the same or you're getting worse. Right. Um, and that's just that's not the way you want to live, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and if you ever get complacent, then you know you're gonna yeah. get passed up. Yeah, it's it's funny because you say you know like you in high school you like made this sole decision to change, and for me it was like in the last three years or four years or whatever I've like been trying to like shake off this like nice guy view of me. Which is so weird because like people still say that, right? Like people are like, "Oh, JC is such a nice person." If you, <laughs> you really, are a nice person, I am. But like, if you really know me, you know I'm yeah, not that I mean, nice. You're pretty you know? sassy. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a savage in in, in the you know in te- <laughs> yeah. group text messages. That does but, definitely not mean that you're a bad person. True, though. you're a great guy. But, but I, you know, I think for me is like I've I've started to realize I used to view kindness or being viewed as a nice person as this like um, as a huge weakness, and I hated it because it was. That was always what was associated to me. Like, I think uh, in high school, like, my brother, you know, and I didn't win the superlative. He did. But, like, he's my twin, so we're basically the same person. <laughs> but, like, he won, like, the superlative um, for being, like, the nicest, right? And so, like, which is great. I love my brother. He's not that nice, by the way. Um, but, like... Uh, Sorry, Joe, if you hear yeah, this. Yeah. For me, it's just, like, do I want to die and, and be somebody who's just a nice person, right? It, but, like... And, and I used to think that that was, like, such a bad legacy to leave behind was being a nice person. Because, like... That's nice, pretty lame, right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> because it's just, like, oh, cool. Like, like on my tombstone, JC, Joshua J.C. Kubal, or Jason, however you prefer. <laughs> Jason, yeah. Um, and it says on my, like, epitaph, I think is what it's called or whatever, it says on the tombstone, it says, the nice guy. Like, that's so, nice like, that's so, like, so fucking lame to me. Um... And I and I've been trying to like get rid of that, like it's some like bad thing, right? But the more, the more I go through life, I start realizing like that that it's not like sure. I don't want to be a nice person. I don't want to be somebody who's just like uh, gets along with everybody who doesn't have an opinion. And I think that's why I struggled these last four years was because I just wanted to be nice. You know, in in the terms of Oxford, is is pleasant, agreeable, whatever. I just wanted everybody to like me, right? Um, But when you look at kindness, it's less about that person and more about who's actually performing that. Like, they don't care about anything in return. They don't care about the opinion or whatever it is. They're just doing this because it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know. Like, the more I look at into these last few years, the more I'm realizing, like, sure, I don't want to be a nice person because that's not what I. I, I don't want to just. I want to be able to have opinions. I want to be the the realest version of myself and be authentic. Um, but I also want to be kind, right? You know, because I, I look back on the way things were four years ago and who I am now, and I feel like I've lost this part of me that believed in the goodness of people. A, a part of me that just says, you know, like you have to look out for yourself. And so when I've experienced these acts of kindness, it like it's I guess culture shock because. We're still in a world now where 
it feels, especially now with this whole COVID thing, I think that's what's been really awesome is to see how people have rallied together, communities have rallied together. Um, and this goes on a whole deeper level of kindness, but more of just like unity and community and um, compassion for one another, right? Oh but, man, that's something we've definitely been lacking is right. a whole people you in know? general. Yeah, and so like to see the shift that a pandemic like this is doing um, is countercultural to what we've experienced in these this uh, this lifetime you know and so um i don't know it's just like people are saying you know like be kind to each other during this time like um and and, and love each other well or whatever it is but it's all rooted to this um idea and to this uh this concept of altruism and, and kindness and yeah so I, I think the point i'm trying to say is the more i realize it the more i'm like man it i I don't care so much about being nice, but I am like, how do I turn this niceness that I've, you know, that I've grown up with or that's been part of my identity and, and make that more into just being kind, right? Because I don't think I'm nice. I'm a nice person, honestly. Like if you, if you look on my Instagram, I say some really controversial shit and I put a middle finger up there and I just don't, I don't care like that. If you would look at that, you're like, yeah, sure. I'm all like smiley. And all this other stuff, but like, that doesn't mean I'm a nice person, right? Yeah, but th there's a big group of people that would agree with you. What? In, in the with, things that you say. Right. And, and I think that people like you are important. I think that, I mean, if we were all the same type of person, this sure. would be like a really, really boring world. Yeah. Don't you think? Right. So, I mean, like, I, I think that there's, um, you know, a place for every type of person. Sure. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, being a good person, being a kind person doesn't mean the same thing for every type of person. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think you can do all those things in your own way, but I think it's just something to try to, like, you know, look out for and, and sure. try to, you know, if you have a situation to where you can really, you know, positively impact somebody, then, then try that and see how right. that, um, you know, affects you. And, you know, it doesn't always work out. Sure. But in the, in the same way, I don't think that, um, you know, like you said, you don't want to go down as nice on your on your tombstone, yeah, yeah. and I think that um, I don't want to go down with any regrets on mine. Mm, that's so, good. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to get twenty years down the road and realize, man, I really messed that person up. You Damn, know? that's like, real good. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want anything to weigh on me at all. You know, any grudges that I've had in my life, I've tried to let go of, um, and I've had some. You know, sure. and there, there's definitely been some situations to where I'm like, man, I don't know if if I can be cool with that person ever again because that that was really not cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you got to get over that. Because at the end of the day, the only person you're hurting when you do things like that is yourself. Yeah. Um, because if you're anything like me and, and you hold any kind of um, – hold on to anything like that, then you're really going to regret you know, situations if you don't let them go. Um, so for me, I, I don't want to have any regrets. So sure. uh, for me, being kind and putting everything out there is, is worth it for me because if it, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But I'm, I'm giving it all I've got. Right. And to me, that's what's most important. Damn. And I think life yeah, is... Yeah, that's great. A lot of people have like a perception on life that, you know, we're kind of stuck in a system right now. It's like a an eight to five, like you go to work, you come home, you do your thing, yeah. uh, you go to school. Or Everything you, you is just like, work. Yeah. it's given to you. It's like, here's your packet of information on how do you live, live your life. Here you go. Learn. And I, that's not how I want to live my life. Um, and I think that we, we should probably try to get... Out of this system, you know, and, and recently um, I've been able to do some some traveling, and that's a, a new passion of mine. And um, but not really before like this pandemic, new, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't judge, guys. Don't yeah. judge. Um, 
but yeah, that, that's something I'm definitely going to try to to do more. Uh, I think that it's always good to get a clear mind and uh, relax for a little bit and just kind of focus on the things that are most important to you because they're not going to be the same to everybody. Uh, but for you know whoever is listening and um, you know wants to know what it's like to live with no regrets, like that's going to be different for you. Sure. Um, but that's definitely something that you should think about. Yeah. In my opinion. So. Right. Um, so yeah, that's. No, that's great. Yeah. That's kind of my take on that. And it's uh, you, and you talk about the whole no regrets thing. Um, you know, like the stuff that I've been able to share with people now, creating this podcast, like, uh, telling the whole world about my diagnosis with HIV. All that stuff I'd never would have been able to accomplish if I was a nice guy, right? Because I always yeah. and and all this stuff just came out within like the last two years of like sharing, you know, like this really traumatic experience in my life and the ramifications of that experience um, and the tragedy behind that. But I never would have been able to share that if I continued to be this nice person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but like, I, like the more I think about it, the more I'm realizing like people, people were coming to me not just because, uh, you know, like I have a message or I want to be able to say these things, but because I was like kind to them, or uh, or because I made myself vulnerable and received kindness from them. Right? Yeah. They saw somebody in need, or they saw somebody who was hurting, um, and they wanted to like do the right thing, you know. And so yeah, I think. Kindness is something that is so extremely undervalued. As um, I think it's starting to like become something that's more uh, aware now, or more people are trying to understand and, and really value the impact of having uh, that kind of characteristic. Because that I don't, you know, some people are innately kind. I think there's just some people out there who like are just really, really kind people. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, like I would say Jesus is kind. Like Jesus was completely kind, but. He was not a nice person. He went into that temple and whooped those people. Like he took, <laughs> like and just was like whipping those tax collectors or those people selling them tax things, collectors or whoever they were. A bad Bible college student here, uh, but like he literally went out there and whooped people in um you know in the what do you call it? in the temple you know and I don't think just a nice guy would die on the cross you know what I mean or whatever it is like, um, yeah and I and I think I'm starting to realize more and more that being nice is not equate does not equate to being kind. I think kindness, there's an inner strength in kindness, right? Yeah. You know, and... Um, Definitely. So, you know, and I, and I said, like, I don't think everybody's innately kind. And some people are, but I think it's something that that has to be developed. How, how would you say that's something that you would develop or that you would work on, on, on kindness or being kind? Um, I, like, I've, I think I've said this before, but it's going to look different for, sure. for every person. It just kind of depends on the things that you want to focus on. Um, but I do think that, um, because that looks different for every person, I don't think that, um, people really understand whenever they're feeling that sometimes, you know, I think, um, as far as what we were just talking about, you know, you coming out about your diagnosis, that was incredibly brave and something that a lot of people wouldn't do. Uh, but you probably gave so many people the encouragement that, they would have never had, sure. Because a lot of people are, are really afraid if they have, um, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, something like that. It could be anything that has happened to you that um, you're just afraid to speak on. I think those type of people need that encouragement sometimes, yeah. and and you doing that shows how strong you are because you yeah. don't care. You know, right. you're like, I'm doing this. I don't care what people think. Right. This is me. This is how I'm going to live my life, and that's that's it. If you don't like it, then get over it. Yeah. And dude, I wish I could be like that sometimes. Yeah. So I don't always think that, um, that kindness has to come from like a, 
you know, a certain standpoint. I think that, um, I think that was, you know, incredibly brave. Sure. And that, that type of thing is, is really kind to people sometimes. And, um, and yeah, as far as, um, other situations like that, I think that, um, becoming kind is, is something that, um, you just have to, to want to do, you know, you have to, uh, put your mind to the fact that, you know, everything is not about you. It's about, mm, yeah. um, about each other and it's about unity, like right. you said before. And, um, unity is something that I, I can only strive that we can reach sure. in my lifetime. Um, and you know, it, it, unity among a people, among gender, race, um, you know, everything, yeah. you know, I want people to be who they are and then be accepted. Right. And it's hard, but I think right. we, I think we are making kind of steps in the right direction. Sure. Um, yeah. As people in general, but that's, that's definitely a major hope. Yeah. Is that one day and I think, you know, you said you want people to be who they are. You were telling me that like what I was, what I did was incredibly brave and, and you know, thank you for those words. Um, I just wish it, did, I, it didn't have to be something that was brave. Right. You know, like, and, and maybe that's not going to happen in our lifetime, you know, but like, um, I remember when I when I shared all that, everybody was like, man, that was so brave. That was so great, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, as great as it felt to receive that, it also made me, like, feel, you know, that burden for those people who don't have that bravery. Because yeah. we still live in a world where there is racism. We still live in a world with bigotry where people, like, judge you because you don't believe in the same thing or because you're gay or because you're not gay enough or because you don't have enough money or yeah. I mean, it's everything. Right. You know? you know, and it's just like, you know, I, and so I, it was great to hear all those messages and to receive that. Um, but it also just made me sad because I don't, I don't like, I think about my nieces and nephew and I'm like, man, like when they grow up, I, I want them to be who they are and, and, and be okay with being who they who they are, and the world will love them for who they are, rather than them having to choose to be brave in a world that's so judgmental, in a world yeah. that's so like hateful and mean. Um, you know, like because people like people, we thought we had a bad. I mean, I never was really bullied growing up. I mean, one time this kid tried to like bully me on the bus <laughs> and give me, and he was like, "Give me all your candy," and I was like, "No, bitch," because my. My, I was like, my candy. yeah, I think I was like in fourth grade and like my sister was in middle school. I think she was like in sixth grade and she taught me like cuss words. And I just remember he like was like, give me your candy. And I was like, no, bitch. And like everybody on the bus was like, ooh. And then uh, later <laughs> oh, that man. day, freaking Joe Jones, he's probably never going to listen to this, showed up at my freaking porch with my uh, with his mom and told my mom and dad that I called him a bitch. And wow. so then I got grounded for like a week. Yeah, and I was like, "Where's the bully now, dude? Now you're now yeah. you're snitching on me after I." That's how bullies are, though. Yeah, I called you out. You know? Yeah, they're bullies until they get stood up to. Right. Yeah. So, you know, piggybacking off of that, how do we show kindness to bullies or to people who are assholes, or do we even do that? You know how how what's what's the line there? You know what I mean? Because there I think are, a lot of the times those are probably the people that you're that you were talking about earlier that have never received an act of kindness. So, I mean, you got to think. That's why I said that you got to kind of see where other people are coming from. Because yeah. if you assume everybody is the same, then, yeah, you're going to go into situations and be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be nice to that guy. Are you serious? Like, True. why would I do that? Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, you never know what that person's went through. You don't know, right. you know, what they what they did this morning that, um, you know, you don't know who pissed in their Cheerios. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's just a situation that um, you, just kind of be aware of, of other people that – 
uh, have emotions like that. But I don't think it's okay to like bully people because everything's not going good for you. You know right. what I mean? Like that's not cool. Yeah. Um, but I think those people need to be shown love. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Or I mean, it's never going to get any better for them. Right. Because then it's just a. Uh... It's just like this uh, constant cycle where people are just like assholes to each other, right? And like the only yeah. way you can break that cycle is to show something different or do something different. And I think that's why when people show kindness to each other, people are just so, so like caught off guard they're or confused. Shook. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Why they're would you do it. that? Yeah. You know, like they're like, what? Did you just buy me my Starbucks? Who are you, person? You know, like, dude, yeah, um, get away from me. Right. Freak. It's just like, what? Like, but, but it is. It, it is so countercultural in a world where we're very independent. We're very much about ourselves. And like you mentioned, it's, it, the world doesn't revolve around us. No, you know what I mean? And, and I think whenever we take the perspective and uh, not just think about it, but like live that out, it completely changes the way we live it or, or how we communicate that in life. Like um, like you said, like if somebody's being an asshole to me, like me being an asshole to them, like does not fix it, right? Like it just makes it's like it that worse. like that Spider-Man meme. What's the Spider-Man? Know, the Spider-Man meme where yeah. they're just like pointing guns at each other? Right. That's, that's what you're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it it just doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? And I think um yeah, I think that's I mean that's a great point is is we need to get out of our own heads and we need to get out of our own uh worlds and realize like the only I think the biggest factor or the biggest thing that's going to bring or unite people in this lifetime is kindness, right? Like and, and not just being nice to each other, but being like the, the act of kindness of like showing love to each other regardless of your differences. Yeah. Um, you the first know, step of that has got to be understanding each other. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't be kind to somebody unless you understand kind of how to, you know? So you can't, you know, it's, it's, as far as like, you know, different cultures, stuff sure. like that, you, you never know. Like, yeah. you, you have to understand that other people are different. Sure. And um, that other people are, are, might not take things the right way. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah, good point. Yeah. Earlier we said that kindness is something that can be developed. Do you think that environment matters? Yeah, I definitely think that has a big part of it. Um, I think the people you surround yourself with, the places, um, you know, I I like to, you know, I'm kind of a homebody. Weirdly enough, I'm, I'm like the most extroverted introvert ever, if yeah. that kind of makes, makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. It's to where, like, I really enjoy my time at home, just right. chilling with my dog and my girlfriend and, like, right. Those things are are really great to me, but I also really love my people connection. So it's yeah. a little different for for me. But um, yeah, as far as me being able to, you know, express kindness, that really comes down to me being happy. So if yeah. you're not happy, it's gonna be hard for you to you know show a lot of true kindness. Right. And it's sad because it's it's hard to know that there are so many people out here that that don't have true happiness. And right. um, you know, I hope everybody that that feels that way can find something that right. uplifts them and gets them there but um the main thing that you got to know whenever you're feeling unhappy is um you got to get yourself out of that yeah um, sadly enough is uh, there's nobody that's going to care for you as much as yourself mm, and if yeah, you don't have yeah. self-love you can't express any kind of other love right um so that's oh that's good that's something yeah. that a lot of people really don't think about yeah um is they you know when they're trying to be kind they they just um they put it out there but it it's like nobody's going to believe you if you're not established. Right. You know, like you can't give tips to an NFL football player on how to catch a football if you've never played football. I didn't even So you wouldn't, football. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you yeah. just wouldn't, 
you wouldn't accept advice from people that they don't have that themselves. Sure. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think that the biggest starter is surrounding yourself with people that you care about. Yeah. And sometimes, unfortunately, that means eliminating some people yeah. that aren't the best for that lifestyle. And there's, um, you know, there I've had so many, you know, really close friend relationships. And unfortunately, I, I don't speak to those people as much as I used to. And, right. Um, some of those people I really would like to reconnect with. And some of those people, unfortunately, I just had to um, kind of not really leave behind on my journey, but, you know, kind of step aside from and, yeah. and refocus because um, at the end of the day, you really got to focus on yourself. Sure. And you got to surround yourself with people that are going to make you better because if you don't surround yourself with good people that, that motivate you and encourage you, then um, it's going to be hard to make some growth. So yeah. um, I would like to say a, a big shout out to all the people that help yeah. make me who I am. And, sure. Um, that, that includes everybody. So yeah. um, if you're close to me, you know that um, that I love you and yeah. have a lot of love for, for a lot of people, but um, especially those um, select few that, that really molded who I am. So, sure. Um, yeah, that's great. I really appreciate that. And the biggest shout-out of all time, as you know, to um, Sable Girl, my dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the best. She's a princess. Yeah. Um, you guys definitely should follow her on Instagram, Sable Sweetheart. <laughs> Give you some uh, promotion. I don't really have anything to sell, but I can definitely promote for uh, cute dog pics. Yeah, yeah, it's very cute dog pics. We're trying yeah. to get her famous. Actually, I've kind of given up on my hopes of being Jared Leto's doppelganger in movies. So oh, I think I'm going to transition into making. Can my you dog do famous. any stunts? No, dude, I could do stunts. You like could, you could be his stunt. I, I could because I don't really. I like doing stuff like that. Like I would Parkour. definitely skydive. I would definitely like. I don't think that he does movies where he's got ups. I'm just saying I would do that. Yeah. It would be fun. Um, but yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah. And I really one day would love to meet him and see how similar we look in person. Because I kid you not, at least once a week, Dude. someone tells me. And it's you know what it, what gets me the most is like whenever I first started hearing about this, I, I doubt this person will ever hear this podcast, but there's a girl, Cody Adams, that first told me that I look like Jared Leto. I did not even know who this person was. Okay, right. I was at a party whenever I was like 19 when this sure. happened. And this is before I had long hair and a beard. So this was like, she really scoped this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, um, okay, cool. <laughs> She's like, you don't know who that is, do you? Uh, later on, like the more time went on, the more I was told this. Right. And like, it, you know, for me personally, if I see someone that looks like someone else, I'll think it, but I won't say it. Sure. Like it's gotta be definite for, for me to say something. Sure, sure. And I, I was having like 45 year old people Men coming up to me being like, dude, you look like Jerry Leto. Yeah. I'm like, man, how do you know these yeah. people? You know what I mean? So um, I think that was really weird. So Jared Leto, if you hear this, yes, I will be your stunt double. Dude, I literally posted like how we're going to do this podcast. And I had somebody text me last night and they were like, or no, I posted that fo- or post a photo of us and Dion, you know, because yesterday mm-hmm. was his one year. Yeah. And somebody commented, they were like, why does that dude on the left look so familiar? Dude. And I was like, oh, it's he looks like Jared Leto. They're like, that's what it <laughs> that's is. That's what it is. Every time I post, like, I had, I, I mean, you have fans out there, dude. Like, dude. I had a girl text me, and she was like, how are you friends with a, a Jared uh, Leto doppelganger and not tell me about him? And I was oh. like, this is weird, guys. Like, stop talking. This is weird. Let's just, like, not make it a thing anymore. Right. But, I mean, every time I post a photo, it's always about Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm sure he's like, I don't know how old he is, but he's, he's definitely he's older than old. me. So like, He's like in his 40s. He, yeah. Or something like that. So I don't 40s, know if that's yeah. an insult to me or... No, you just look really you know, famous. Maybe you know I he's also famous. a famous musician, right? Yeah, dude. 30 yeah. Seconds to Mars. That's how he yeah. got famous. But yeah. True. He, yeah. 
Yeah. He, um, we look pretty similar. And I've been told that quite a bit. Yeah. And like, it, it's to the point where I show like my mom and she's like, wow, that's weird. You know what I mean? Well, you, he does, he wears his hair down a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I don't. I do have long hair, and my hair is like to the point to where it's like kind of out of control at this point. It's like almost belly button long, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I just ha- I haven't been able to get a trim. I was gonna get a trim, and then right, Miss Rona <laughs> interfered. Miss freaking Rona. She did. Um, I will say Dylan always says that he's gonna cut his hair one day and just randomly show up yep. to work. And not tell you us. guys are gonna be shook. And I will literally be confused. That's like this one time I shaved off my whole beard. Oh yeah, and came into work, and everybody was really confused. This man looked eleven. Uh, yes, I went from being uh, almost thirty, which I'm not celebrating my birthday this year because it's in June, and I doubt the world will be open back up. So I'll do thirty mm, next year. Sadly, sadly, but so uh, you're just gonna skip a year. Skip a year and gotcha. just do thirty. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but the day that he comes in. Uh, with short hair is probably the day Jesus is going to come back and it's going to be uh, really wild. So so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. yeah. It's weird because whenever I first started growing my hair out, I was like, I could not envision myself with long hair. I was like, this is going to look bad. I'm just going to have to cut it. And it looks so natural. Like, I don't know. It does, dude. I, I just, I, it's going to be weird not having it. Especially like I was, I've been saying I'm going to cut it and then like, I just don't. And then, I, I don't know, I wanted to keep it through winter. Because it's like it keeps me it's warm. Cold. Yep, and no, yeah, I don't know. I I want to get it trimmed at least because it's rough. Long so. hair don't care. Nope, yep. don't care. So uh, we have um, or I guess I I'm doing this thing where at the end of each podcast episode, as we go, you know, wrap this episode up, um, we or I I suppose asked this question, and the question. Is how do you become more hashtag relatable? Um, listen to more of these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think you can be um, more hashtag relatable by um, stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, try different things and um, you know talk to new people, experience different things, and really just try to enjoy the most out of life. And um, I think you can you can create your own things that are relatable. You know yeah. you can. Um, Start your own trends, but um, the main thing is definitely focus on uh, mental health and being happy and um, kind of let it go from there, yeah. you know. And I think that's uh, the top key. And then if you if you really want to take it to the next level, you can get on Apple Music and you can download my playlist <laughs> and uh, listen to some really good music. Where, because, where can people find you? Yeah, so, um, yeah, Apple, Apple music. music. So yeah. So what do they look up? Um, let me check. I'm gonna see the best. Way to get on here. It's pretty sad. I don't already know this, do I? You don't, you don't know how to find your own songs? Uh, Yeah, I know how to find my own songs. But these are only on Apple Music it's, exclusively? Yeah. So it's, if you're a Spotify listener, uh, sucks to suck. Um, yeah, and this is just like a personal playlist of like my, my favorite music. If you oh, want to listen to... I thought it was your personal music. No. no. no I, I, okay. Yeah, that is kind of a hobby of mine. If sure. you want to listen to some good music that is <laughs> locally produced, you'll check out The Last Bro He Can... Um, one of my good friends, he makes he makes How good do you music. Spell that? Uh, D T H E last L A S T F R O H I C A N okay. Frohican. Um, so uh, he makes good music, and um, yeah, that's yeah. that's my homie. And then so. your uh, your Instagram, so people can see how you actually look like a. Yeah, so if you, if you want to confirm that, let's see. It's, confirm uh, or deny. <laughs> it's uh, Dylan McClure five. Yeah. Um, so definitely Instagram. check that out. And, and uh, you're, on, you're on the Twitter? 
my Twitter. Yep, the which Twitter. I still don't know how to use, bro. I just yeah. post, I'm so bad at it. I kind of gave up on it, but I just post r- random shit on there just to post. But uh, yep, yeah. You, you have funny tweets though. Yeah. One day you're gonna get. I wish people thought famous. I was as funny as I, I thought I was. Ah, dude, you're pretty funny. Yeah. No lie, <laughs> you do make me laugh a lot. Um, well, that's because I tell you what exclusive uh, personal stories that the whole whole world man, is not privy to. Yeah, you guys do not want to hear these stories. They are pretty raunchy. Yes. <laughs> but, um, dude, thanks for coming on the episode and, and just uh, just talking about it. And I just want to say, dude, I'm so appreciative of our friendship. Because, I mean, even this time last year, we weren't really friends, which is weird to think yeah. about, right? I mean, we, yeah, we were. But it, it was just one of those things that was like just kind of. Yeah. Started out at this point in time. So. Right. Yeah. So cool. Well, thanks for being on here, and um, and uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Hashtag Relatable, an honest podcast. If you haven't already, follow and subscribe to Hashtag Relatable on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on the next episode. Until next time, I'm your host, JC Kubal, and this is Hashtag Relatable.